Anne. I'm Missy. Welcome to Book Booze Friends. We're two chicks drink booze and talk book boyfriends. It's like hello everyone. Um so today is <laughs> today's gonna be an interesting day for a variety of reasons. One, we both got the book that we were gonna be talking about today wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're skipping what we said last time, which was settling the score. We'll be doing that next time. So yeah. You know, spoiler. We'll get there. Um, that's gonna be our next episode. And yeah. then we are actually like behind schedule by about a month, I think. Um yes. simply because life happened. Um yeah. So without getting too specific, Missy had some stuff happen in her personal life. I yep. had my lovely move. Yep. Um, so we are no longer in the same place, which is Correct. very sad. Um, I know. I'm sad. <laughs> like it's super kind of depressing. Um, it is depressing, actually. When I got back, I was all like, well, I told you, remember when I texted him, I'm like, when that I was get it. back, he won't be there. Yeah, and I'm like, that was, that was it. Okay. And then your birthday happened. Yeah. So it's, it's been right? like a, it's been a whirlwind month, honestly. I think that's the best way to put it because that's, that's pretty much, we saw each other the end of February and that was it. Like that's when know, right? everything kicked off. You yeah. had your stuff happen. I moved. Right. And I know. so now we're finally to the point that we can like kind of, we're, we're trying to get on back on our recording schedule. So we apologize yes. that we have Sorry. missed um some dates mainly one yeah. because yeah i don't know if i forgot to tell you this before we started recording but we're supposed to have this episode released today actually um <laughs> so as soon as we finish i'm gonna double check and make sure it sounds fine i'm putting it out there um we're just gonna be done with it um i'm okay with but that. i was like timing you know or actually sorry yesterday i was supposed to come out yesterday um so anyway oh, that's right today is thursday right yeah so it's it's whatever we apologize for the delay sorry but, i mean life happened and there was just no way yeah. that we could make it work like it just no it wasn't gonna yeah. happen not at all <laughs> so i mean not at all i mean literally the last time we saw each other was an amazing day yep. did you have fun that day i did it was super awesome it was an amazing day and then life happened and shit went flying everywhere the very yes. next day <laughs> yes so it, for both of us this is literally i think the first chance we actually had to be able to sit down because like like i said right. i moved so right. we right. last week just moved into our new house we have no furniture at all except it looks bed. really good though i know it like looks really it, good i mean it looks much better than stools. it did you got bar stools they haven't arrived yet they're coming today actually <laughs> then what were you sitting on i was sitting, so that coffee table i told you we bought uh, from the restore that's what i was it. sitting on <laughs> so got we it. have no furniture except the bed that i'm currently sitting on because i might be a little echoey because we have no furniture um so i'm in the bedroom hoping yeah. because we have a bed and we also have like a tv and a console table and a few other things oh. that kind of helps absorb the sound so i'm not quite so echoey because oh. Where it's I was not. initially, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Yeah, like just continuing on. Olivia, by the way, heard that. <laughs> oh, did she? Yeah. Look at her. <laughs> so my cat is currently sitting on my chest because she wants cuddles. Yeah. And so we can see each other. And so Missy can see the cat just looking like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, she is actually. She's just like, oh, Missy, whatever. Like. When I take her spot in her chair. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, we'll see how long she lasts. But the cat yeah. is also with me. So you might hear her a few times, especially if she starts purring. I have a feeling it'll probably pick that up because my microphone. Well, especially is since right it's on here. her body. Yeah. yeah her, my microphone's right here. So we'll see. Mm. Um, anyway, so now that we've got that out of the way, we're sorry for missing. Sorry. But we're here now. We're going to put this out like literally as soon as we finish recording it. And then we're cool. going to get back on schedule. Um, cool. So with that out of the way, today. I don't know. I haven't done this in so I long. I have it right here. I have it right here. We are <laughs> reading or we're talking about Raphael talking. by Faith Gibson. Um, yes. So this book is a little different on a few levels. First, we talked when we first started the podcast about doing only KU books. But I discovered told Missy this earlier this week. You may not remember. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I told you this. Um, when I went to re-download it, because I downloaded it already and then accidentally uh -huh. sent it back. And then I downloaded and went to go back and download it since I did that. It's no longer in KU. Really? But it's free. 
It was last week. And we'll see, and that's what, like, because I like, I know for a fact after we discussed what we were doing, I went uh-huh. ahead and downloaded all the books right. except for the one that we skipped to get here, settling the score. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I downloaded like most of the books just so I'd already have them, uh-huh. and I accidentally sent it back. So I remember it being in KU, but when I uh-huh. went the other day, whatever day it was, probably like what Monday or something. I think so. It was free. It's not in really? KU anymore. So oh. I don't Dang. know how long that'll last. <laughs> so if you're interested in reading it, definitely go do it now. And maybe it was a sale. I don't know. Maybe it's going back into KU. I don't know. Um, I just know that it was free. So whatever. Well, <laughs> so the latest one in this series, because there's 15 books in mm-hmm. this series. So the latest one is not in KU. Interesting. Um, but I'm looking at them right now. Um, the box set, which is one through four, is still in KU. That's interesting. That's against TOS. A lot of them are still in KU. Interesting. I know, right? Either way, it's um, free, so it still works. Yeah. That's all that yeah. matters at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. I was going to be really upset when I saw that it wasn't KU. I was like, if this cost me <laughs> money that I no. wasn't yeah. expecting Mm-mm. to spend today, Mm-mm. especially with the move, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> right. But luckily, hers aren't that bad, though. I mean... Yeah, they're you know, like, cheap, I think. I, I looked and yeah. you're looking really perky, Olivia. She is. Her <laughs> eyes are like literally wide open right now before she was half asleep. Like, it's almost time for like FedEx to come, which is what my parcels are coming with today. So that could be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. The washer went off a few minutes ago. So that could have been. Oh, it. did it? Um, that could be. I'm washing my bedding today for everybody that's curious. Uh, <laughs> <so>. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so Raphael Faith Gibson is no longer KU, but it oh, is son of um, So before like, ah. we hop on into it, yeah, let's talk drinks. Okay. So this book actually had some really good drinks in it. Um, wine, water, beer, coffee, scotch, um, cocktails. Luckily, you are probably drinking one of it, so I'm having issues with um allergies because you're allergic to the world because <laughs> i'm allergic to the world and so you know or i would have been drinking um a riesling today so instead i'm drinking hot chocolate with bailey's strawberries and cream i mean hey whatever works <laughs> <laughs> well you know i mean i've been drinking water all day trying to get drainage you know what yeah. about you what are you drinking so i <laughs> Since I now have access to so many things, I say you that suck. like a little bit sarcastically, but not sarcastically. You so suck. Um, you so suck. You so suck. I am drinking. Did you actually walk and get it or did you have it delivered? No. So I, <laughs> at the grocery store, you know, they sell the pre-made cold brews and everything. Um, uh-huh. I picked up the Khalifa brand. I think it's Khalifa. Oh, yeah. Um, uh-huh. It's like an almond milk usually like it's mm-hmm. and like slightly sweetened or whatever oh um, yeah and i like the brand so i picked some up and I'm, I'm finishing that up today i debated oh, cool. having starbucks delivered or even duncan there is a duncan also across the street um for those of you that are wondering like why are you talking about delivery i don't have a car <laughs> like, right. i'm literally stuck in my house right now um yeah. i mean uber and lyft are totally a thing but because we just moved i have trouble spending money like for frivolous things. And I feel like getting an Uber to take me across the street to Starbucks is a little bit frivolous. Yeah, that is um, frivolous. So I did tell John that I might today get one and go to Panera for lunch and then just walk to Starbucks and he can potentially just come pick me up when he's off work. Oh, yum. <laughs> and so we'll see. Yum. We're going to see how I feel yum. when that comes. Um, if I've accomplished everything I want to today. But yeah, so I'm just oh. drinking a mocha cold brew coffee um, just from oh, the cool. grocery store because... Yeah. Did you go to Publix? Yeah. There's one. Yeah. There's literally one right across the street also. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> there's like. Do they have? <laughs> like so much stuff just across the street. <laughs> Did you. Um, they actually have really good key lime pie. Ooh, I have to Like that. in their bakery part. In yeah. their bakery part. They actually that. have really good key lime pies. Um, Did you find your cheer wine? So I found. So when. Or are you going to be picky? So uh-huh. when Dixie has cheer wine zero. Oh, cool. Um, what? Yeah, so Ew. it's like Coke Zero, you know, without the sugar or whatever, or like the whatever they call it. I can't think of what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then supposedly 
most of the Publixes here have regular cheer wine and glass bottles. And the Publix across from our house does have that. Um, my mom, however, I didn't send you the picture. I should send you the picture. Mm-mm. Sent me a literal box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the mini cheer wine bottles. Oh, how funny. <laughs> like, I just opened it. It was all cheer wine. Just um, six or, like, a case. How much did she send you? I think it was 12 bottles. I could be wrong. Oh, I'm, that's cool. But I'm pretty that's sure cool. it was 12. That's um, cool. And then my realtor, her husband was in Hilton Head. And she's gone. Um, Her husband was in Hilton Head. And he mm-hmm. picked up a case of cheer wine for me. Oh, how funny. <laughs> And so next time we're in North Carolina, I totally plan if we're driving, we're picking some up uh-huh. and just bringing it back and just going to hoard it because I'm not drinking your one zero. <laughs> I did that with, um, so I did that with Yingling when I saw light when we were driving from San Antonio up to Oklahoma City. I saw that they had Yingling and San Antonio. So I bought like three cases of it <laughs> and just shoved it in the car. So John with me. was getting um, gas the other day at a shell yeah. and there was a Yingling truck there. Oh, yeah? Did yeah. he, like, go in and just, like... I don't... I mean, he didn't come home with anything. Not saying it wasn't uh, in his car. Oh, right. <laughs> he didn't come right. home with anything. The right. only alcohol we currently have on premises is the soju leftover from when I uh, went and got a soju in November, I think it was. How did um, he bring this... What? Did he put in your um, check bag? Yeah, he, he uh, drank all but, like, three of the bottles. So, I was like, mm. you can easily put that in your check bag. And, I'm like, and then, since they're so small, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, right. I picked up... Like, I'm so mad at myself for doing it but i picked up like a fruit scotto by barefoot last night because i'm desperate <laughs> like i looked at the wine selection in Dixie and it's just not good it's gonna yeah, it's, <laughs> you're gonna have to go to a liquor store yeah so i was just oh. like you know what i can do with this and i almost like poured myself a glass of that this morning but again i was like i have I have, you some, gotta do. I have some like job related stuff that I'm trying to do, and I really don't think right. I need to be half sauced. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get a job. Let's not do it while I'm like a little bit right. leaky because I drank some moscato right. this morning. Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We okay. Squirrely. We must say this. We actually have talked to each other. Yeah, pretty much every day. Yeah, but we've we haven't like conversation yeah. like this in a yeah. really long time. Yeah. So, well, I mean, we did really last. Bad. We well, did last week when the box came in. Remember? You had to hear me grunting. Yeah. Um, there was no sex happening. No sex happening. She was moving boxes. Just me trying to bring in the a mattress. mattress no. It was really funny. You know, but I mean, but other than that, we haven't really talked. Yeah. Talked. So, anyway. I mean, texting isn't, yeah. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. I mean. So we're probably going to squirrel pretty bad. So all of that to say that she is drinking spiked hot chocolate. I am drinking cold brew in my 50 cent Walmart cup. Notice it looks quite nice. (laughs) I have my Starbucks coffee mug. And it actually says coffee in different languages. See? I like that even though you don't drink coffee. I know, right? (laughs) Okay. But I love Starbucks coffee mugs. No, they're pretty great. And I heard that they're actually... I heard on the radio when we were back in the States that they're going to get rid of coffee mugs, that you have to do the reusable ones. I kind of heard that too, I think. I was like, oh, I'd be screwed. Like I heard there was like an initiative or whatever. I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like super off topic. Let's try. I know, right? Okay, let's go. <clears throat> okay, so. You got shit you got to do. Come yeah. On. So Raphael, I have an admission which Missy's not surprised. Um uh-uh. some of you all it. Be surprised. I either. called it. I already I called it. I have not finished Raphael. I did what? get 34% in. So it's actually not that bad. I thought I was gonna get farther, but I will save my comments on why I didn't finish because I'm pretty sure I know why. Um I even said right here, like multiple POV per chapter, Marianne will hate. <laughs> This is when you know you're really good friends. <laughs> right. Um, so, like, I do have, like, some some good things to say about it. But, like, obviously, if I didn't finish it, there's some other stuff that kind of killed me. Missy's already mentioned it. So, I'm going to save that. Yeah. Um, and let's okay. just do, like, a quick, you probably are going to have to insert just a little bit. Um, recap. Well, this was, yeah. Of the story. Well, I, I mean, so I'll tell you a little bit before because I probably know more. So, the book actually came out in 2014. Okay. And it's book one mm-hmm. of 15 in the Stone Society series. Which is just series. insane. 15 books. Like, holy right? crap. 
Well, I mean, look how many Outlander has. We're on what, nine? Yeah. But that's not even including, like, the um, Lord Grey series. Yeah, yeah, Lord Grey has, like, what, 14 or 15, I feel like. Right. Like, a lot. Exactly. Um, The first time I read this book was June of 2020. So, two years. Yeah, so I read pretty much all of the books up in... The last one I read was Brianna. And I think that is book number... 13, I think. (laughs) Pretty far in. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. And so this book actually takes place in um, year 2047 in New Atlanta. So it's like, there you go. So, like, the story is like, kind of post apocalyptic, but not. Like, it's, it's straddling the line because we know, like, at the beginning of the story that something happens, riots come come up and like things get destroyed and it's like a new society which is why it's called new atlanta um and like i kind of like the idea of like it's post-apocalyptic but it's not what you think of like i immediately think hunger games you know the district yeah no Mm -mm. sorry i like heard something i was like what is that that's my washer draining (laughs) there you go like like, you know like i immediately think like you know hunger games or like um divergent like you know these right just wasted societies and that's really not the case like it seems like things Mm -mm. are still kind of sort of almost the same yes just slightly different well i mean society is still the same it's just um what happens then like yeah like there's a lot of advancement it seemed like like not necessarily technologically but like medically clones and like almost like mutants quote unquote like not necessarily mutants but monsters no Um, they're mutants okay that's that's what i was like i wasn't sure like no they're mutants i didn't get far enough i think for them to really fully discuss them Um, so i'll tell you what they are so basically when the book first starts out you hear you see a doctor mm -hmm. and his patient and they're looking at these two babies and they're working right he just cloned them he just cloned them. Yeah. Well, he cloned one of them. Yeah. He cloned one of them. And so, um, and basically the husband of the wife and the father of the children mm-hmm. are looking for his wife. And he is this mastermind, military, brilliant person. But he's a shit person. And, but he's <laughs> like, a piece of shit. He's like legitimal. Like legitimal. So did you just hear what he, I said? Legitimal. Yes, I did. Legitimal. <laughs> That's actually a really good word, by the way. You need to write that down. That's our new word. Legitimal. <laughs> you need to put that one in a book. Legitimal. I'm sorry. I just. Oh my god. That okay. would be good. Put it in a book. Legitimal. Um. Legitimally. Right. So basically, um, he takes what the doctor was doing with the clone, and he actually takes it further into a military aspect of it, and they make these things called the unholy. And they're yeah. clones, and it's a mix of a super soldier and monsters. Okay. So, like, that's, like, I, I figured when they called them unholy and, like, listening to Raphael, like, talk about yeah. them a little bit. Like, that's what yeah. it struck me as is, like, like, I immediately kind of almost thought of, like, Spider-Man, where they're trying to right. make the super soldiers and you get um, right. the Green Goblin out of it. Like, that's almost right. kind of what I... Well, so, you know how this is a shifter? Mm-hmm. So, they take shifter DNA... That's the monster part of it. Uh, okay. And then they that make it into the super okay. soldier. And since their their genetic makeup can't deal with it. It creates. That's the unholy. Yeah. Right. And that so they basically put a plague of the unholy on the world. Mm-hmm. Wars happen. I mean, it destroyed cities. Right. Yeah. But the city structure still was main- maintaining their. Yeah. Thing. The infrastructure is still there. Yeah. And so, I mean, so now in 2047, education's still the same. Um, music is coming back. Entertainment's coming back. You know, society's still the same. It still has police, bad guys. All Just his- slightly different because of that. The because of the unholy. Yeah. yeah because of the mutations. Yeah. It, like, makes me almost yeah. think, like, zombie apocalypse to a point exactly <laughs> like that's like what comes to mind um it's kind of like Shaun of the dead's best friend yeah okay i can see that yeah you know what i'm saying yeah because he kept him as a pet and they still play video games and stuff at the end yeah yeah it's kind of like that so it's post-apocalyptic we have Raphael, who is a gargoyle shifter um which i just have to say super interesting 
right? Like, like that's like I'm going to say more on that. I'm going to I'm going to say that, but like I have a lot to say about that. Um, but he's a gargoyle shifter, and he's been alive for hundreds of years. He owns Five. like. Five hundred and thirty-seven. I didn't get that far. <laughs> he's five hundred and seventy-three years old. <clears throat> um. So yeah, old. he's five hundred and seventy-three years old. And yeah. so, like, he's kind of like he owns New Atlanta essentially. And what's happening in the story is he is with his brothers, and I use brothers loosely, like the other gargoyle shifters, essentially that are a part of his clan. Um. Some of them are actual brothers. Some of them are not. But anyway um are working to pretty much protect the city they patrol they take care of unholy they try and take care of the humans because humans don't know they exist and the love interest is the chief of police a human female and what we're getting really close to where i stopped so this is speculation for me coming up we know that like when i stopped she was his mate and he's trying to find information on is it possible for goyle shifter to mate with a human female and for the the goyles they can only procreate if they find their mate because it has to be someone that can carry the pregnancy to term um and they cross paths because someone is or not someone several someone's are murdered on his property at the warehouse that he owns mm-hmm. um and so like they pretty much come into contact with each other he realizes she's her mate his mate her mate um and like she's attracted to him and like so there's this whole back and forth and that's all i got like i know eventually they solve the murder somewhat they get together like i'm not stupid but i don't know like all the intricacies of what happens because i didn't make it that far so i don't know if you want to fill anything in (laughs) (laughs) so basically they don't really finish they don't really solve the murder okay I mean, they solve it, but they don't really solve it. They because, solve it and they leave a loose end because it is a cliffhanger yeah, for a because series. it's a it's, it's an a overall series arc. Yeah, so it's series. Yeah, arc. It's, yeah. I mean, they know who they they know who it is, but they haven't caught him. Yeah, and so the guy who created the clones, his name is Gordon Flanagan, and so he's a prominent character in all of the books. Yeah, right. And so, and then um, they try to like pretty much. Boy meets girl. He finds out they can mate. They find journals that says, "Oh, it's possible." And so they were going to try it no matter what if the jur- if they weren't able to or not because they just couldn't. Yeah, not. They, I mean, it's kind of like each a, other. Yeah, it was like one of those faded, faded mate, mate type yeah. things. Mm-hmm. I mean, this hits on like um, age gap. Yeah, big age gap. <laughs> faded mates. You know, shit Monster like that. sex. <laughs> I know, right? Well, he doesn't, you know, how, he's not like an ice planet. You know what I'm saying? Or like um, a hinte mm-hmm. where you have tentacles everywhere, right? It's just with him, his wings pop out, his So fangs. he's like, almost like Rizand in uh, Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah, pretty much. You know, and then to finish the bond, because you have to do the bond to mm-hmm. where everything works. He has to bite her. Which is very much in typical. Yeah. Yeah. Typical. Okay. So there's our fast and dirty kind of sort of (laughs) what the book is about. Um, Let's start with. This is what he says. You ready? Okay. You're going to like this one. This was in chapter four. I don't think you got here yet. Well, you might have. I probably did. I don't know. Rough being near Kaya, her delicious scent was enticing him like a raw steak with a ravenous lion. He was a starving man, and his delicious meal sitting in front of him was going to cause him to totally blow his celibacy diet. I like the intent behind it, but I don't necessarily like the words. <laughs> right? I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Like I was like, dude, I got to write that one down. It's like a little bit this side of too much. <laughs> Like I, I appreciate it, was funny. it. Like I appreciate it, but it's yeah. Um, nice imagery. <laughs> it's just ooh, okay. Um, so let's start with first, just to go on and get out of the way, what we didn't like, so I can discuss why I didn't finish currently. Go for it. I am go for it. Going to go try and finish it. it this week, but we'll see. Go for so, it. So for me, and like this is what I texted Missy actually. I really had issues with part of how it was written. So like the book itself is very well written. Like, I think she's done a really good job of world building, descriptors, 
kind of minus what you just said because that um but like I think she was funny but I think she did a really good job of kind of building the world building the lore and everything and I really enjoyed that like I always enjoy that aspect of like shifter books um the problem that I kind of have with it like she's never heard of a contraction (laughs) and so like I don't think in the 34 percent of the book that I read I saw a single contraction and this was in speech or in just like the narrative portion. And that's kind of bothersome because contractions take your writing from that formal level down to like more of the informal and for fiction writing, I'm not saying formal is bad, but for romance books, if it's not like necessary because you're reading like historical or something like that, where you want that more like, I don't quite know exactly how to describe it, but it's like, you know, in historical, you expect a certain type of writing and speech pattern. Mm-hmm. Like it would make sense to not have the contractions because they're not really totally as much of a thing then. But for mm-hmm. like more modern, modern future dystopian, like I expect a little bit more of a relaxed style, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so it was really hard for me to stay in the book when it's like, instead of saying, no, don't do that. They're like, no, do not do that. And it's just like, it completely changes the overall feel um, for right. me at least. And like, I can understand even Raphael being more formal because he is so old. Right. But the rest of it, like just, it just doesn't, didn't gel. And it kind of takes me out of the entire story because like, I'm sitting here going, you're a fucking police officer. You use contractions. Come on. <laughs> like, there's no way that you don't, like, I don't know. Just, it takes me out of the story and it just kind of took that enjoyment away from me, I guess. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. <laughs> no, but I also think this is her first book. Is it? I have no idea. Yes. I, I didn't even look into the author, so I don't know. Yes. No, this is her first book. That probably, that, yeah. that gels actually quite a bit. Yeah. So this is actually her very first book she ever, um, she, she made one other one. She did like um, Troubled Hearts, right? Um, and a novella. But mm-hmm. other than that, that's pretty much like her first book. Interesting. Yeah. So, because I know, like, right? I mean, um, so I can, like, his speech in the book is completely formal. Throughout the, his whole narrative, even when you see him, because you see him both in subsequent books, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, his speech and all the Goyles are completely formal, except for the modern Goyles. Right? hmm Yeah. Because, yeah. Because, like, you know how we kept talking about Six? Yeah. And then his brother, Sin? hmm Yeah. So, later on down the road other stuff happens and then the um you met trevor right he works with dante at the morgue yeah he's yeah well he becomes one later on he becomes a mate to one later on down the road interesting okay yeah so i mean this to me i i mean i can see where you and it like it because i even wrote it in my notes i'm like yeah she's gonna hate this part of it right um I know in this particular series, even though you have one main um, couple, because she's building this entire world. She has the multiple POVs. Multiple POVs. And, and it's I struggle not, with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think you struggle with it. I think you're so used to reading it, how modern books are, yeah, to where each chapter. person. It, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Whereas hers is like, she actually, just like in um, Pride of Lions, I mean, Blood of Roses, no, Pride of Lions, they actually put a little, (laughs) they put a little um, cut. Yeah. Right. And it shows. I don't know what it's called. And it shows it's a different, yeah. And it's a different POV, but I know that's one of your pet peeves. Well, and it's like J.R. Ward. She. I love her. Because I just read the first book in the Black Dagger Brotherhood. What, like Did a, he finally finish it? No, I read it like, like I finished it in a day. Um, oh. And like I really enjoyed it. Like I ended up really enjoying it once I kind of made myself like remember that when these books first started being written, that was very much the style. Mm-hmm. Um, and like going in knowing that, even though I'm probably not going to read all the books because there's just way too many. <laughs> and like I've heard some people say that as they get later in the series, it becomes a bit much. Um, 
I've read most of them. Because there's a ton of them. Yeah. Um, but like going in knowing that I'm probably going to like it if I can push my way through. Right. I was able to finish it and I really did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of like that same thing. It's just, like you said, modern romance mm-hmm. is very much currently dual POVs. You don't split during the chapters. Head hopping is really not a thing, which Gibson really doesn't do the head hopping. So like if she had head hopped, it would have been way worse for me. And like I said, like I am going to try and see if I can finish reading it because like I started it and I had to take a break just because like I said to me the conversation styles were just so stilted right like I can understand Raphael being that way because he is like older it's just when you have the modern people that are talking the same way like it makes it really hard for me to want to read it so we're gonna see um right probably this afternoon I'll probably try and sit down and see what I can read yeah because the second book is um, Gregor, which is his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is the one that's in charge of the penitentiary. Yeah, the prisoner, whatever. That they yeah, have. the warden. He's yeah. the warden. And it's um, the Dr. Isabel's cousin, Tessa. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you got to that part yet. Yeah, I've met Tessa because um, yeah. Dane... Yes. Another issue I kind of had is some of the names are so close to each other that it's really hard to keep them straight. Dane, Dante. Dante. Yeah, like it. that one, I I got them confused for a little while. But Dane, whatever his stuff is going on, I don't know what's happening with him yet because it hasn't come out. You want me to tell you? No. You want me to tell you? Don't don't spoil that one. I have my thoughts and I want to see if I'm right later. Okay. Um, Okay. But Tessa is on the scene because Dr. Isabella or whatever, Isabel, whatever her name is. um, Yeah called her and so like when I yes when I stopped reading I'm pretty sure I was actually in that scene where she's administering stuff to him because he's going through uh, the pain pills yeah the whatever pain pills, he's going through medication. um yeah. yeah so like I'm pretty sure that's yeah. about the spot that I stopped I'm not sure right. I might be a little past it but like I remember that scene like it's wow. very clear in my mind so I'm thinking that's where I ended but I mean I can tell you that like this this one is a more it's more, I mean, the whole series is detailed, but this one is more, everything's thrown at you at once well, and because she's, she's trying to trying build to world it. build, yeah. So, like, I, yeah. And I can I can get on board with that knowing that it is book right. one. But it, yeah. Right. Like, it just, it's, for me, it's just a really hard, right. hard to right. swallow simply because you know what I like. Exactly. And what I read a lot of. And so, like, even though exactly. this takes a lot of stuff that I do like, it, that writing style is just this side of a little too much for me to like fully totally enjoy it right and so um you know i enjoyed it but then again like i said i read it in 2020 when the height of the the the, (laughs) the pandemic you know it's like and you know what was happening here you can't do shit yeah except Um, read or go for walks except read exactly (laughs) or drink wine um, and so basically, you know, I read all up until, and like, there's even so many more, obviously, because there's 15, there's so many more characters that you, they've touched on, but you haven't met in this book yeah. that you meet in other books. Um, and so that's why I was actually just really excited for you to try this one because it wasn't a wolf shifter yeah, which or a is vampire primarily or what a you say so do you know what i'm saying it yeah. was completely different than the typical shifter yeah which i'm gonna which ha- was cool have more which to is say cool. about that later whenever we get to the stuff that yeah. we liked so yeah um what i mean you? i didn't really what what i didn't like yeah well, i can totally see what you mean about how Kaya's kaya however you want to say her name um how I can see what you're saying with the whole conjunction thing, but I mean, for me, I was just like, eh, okay, whatever. You but know it, what I mean? But I'm I also like, think, like, eh. because we do approach reading to a point a little bit different because I I do come from, like, a teacher background where I taught English. Right. And so it's hard for right. me sometimes to shut my brain off and, like, read right. something for pure enjoyment, especially if it's something that's, like, hitting on, like, a pet peeve of mine. And, right. <laughs> like, that kind of hit a pet peeve for me because... yeah. See, and because I always read a book strictly for enjoyment, getting out of the yeah. real world. You know what I mean? I don't, and that's why I keep trying to explain to people, I go, 
if I really wanted to be sad all the time, then I'd read other book genres. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'd watch the news. Like you said, to take you out of it. I read romance because I enjoy it. I don't have to really think about it. Yep. It's pure entertainment to me, you know? Um, So nice one by the way i'm sorry no i was checking like i was touching the bottom of my uh no you're good my computer um, and i was like what the heck is that and i was checking right. to make sure it wasn't something that needed to be cleaned off it's not oh uh, since you're in cleaning mode um <laughs> so there wasn't a lot of this book i didn't like because i mean since this it's was right a up your alley read, yeah yeah i mean to me i thought it was so I'll just tell you what I liked about it. I liked it because it wasn't a typical shifter book. Mm-hmm. It took a completely different take on that faded, um, a paranormal yeah. faded thing, you know? And so that's why I was really saying, hey, let's try this one. So that way, even though I knew all the multiple POVs. <laughs> you went in knowing that I was going to be like, Missy. <laughs> well, no, I, I knew for a fact, because I know you hate multiple POVs like that. I know you do. But. I was sitting there thinking, oh, but I think because this, it's a different take, the story, the story is different, that it would be okay. Does that make sense? The good will outweigh the bad. Yeah. You know, I didn't even think about the writing style because <laughs> I don't think that's of not that something, shit. Yeah, that you wouldn't. Yeah, so I like, don't think of that shit. I have to say, like, I agree. Like, one thing that I really, really enjoyed about the story and that I was really excited about when I started reading it was that different take on shifters. Because, like, right. you know, like, what was it, like a month or two ago, I think I was, like, on a huge Faded Mate shifter kick. And, like, I was just yes. reading all Milia, the, Her- Milia Hutchins. Like, all the stuff. Um, specifically I was reading rejected mates where like the female would be rejected by the male who, you know, supposed to be the alpha. And she actually Mm -hmm. finds like her actual faded mate and like through whatever means, like I was Mm -hmm. on like a huge kick reading that. Um, Leah Stone, which I love. I don't remember honestly who any of the, (laughs) like I'd have to go back to my Goodreads. Um, I just, um, speaking of that, you remember when you were saying, Hey, let's do the wild heart, wild, wild, whatever by CR something vaguely sure yeah (laughs) yeah it was the one at that time you were actually reading and you're like oh let's do that so because a new book comes out um next month i ended up rereading wild heart wild moon oh wild okay you know i know yeah the rejected wolf mate yeah okay i got you yeah (laughs) you know i was like sure yeah (laughs) i was like shit i gotta reread it Um, so i just ended up rereading that whole series now i'm waiting on the next book Always. Damn it. Always waiting. Okay, time. go ahead. I'm listening. Sorry. Um, so, yes, your faded mate, rejected so like, faded mate. Knowing that this one was kind of hitting that, but with a different shifter, is really cool mm-hmm. because a lot of times, like, I mean, we're both in a lot of reader groups, and, like, I oh, read, yeah. obviously, a lot of posts, and, like, I save posts all the time. Ooh, that sounds really interesting. I think I might want to read that one day. Um, but you just see so much with <sighs> wolf shifters, or if it's not right. wolf, you'll find um, dragons sometimes. Man. Right. You'll find vampires Ruby sometimes. Ruby Yeah. Um, and then oh. every so often you'll get oh. one that's like Faye. Those are harder. Amelia Hutchins. Um, or you'll find one where it's like a multitude of shifters maybe. So you end up with like a wolf and you end up with a vampire or whatever. Like you end up with like multiple species or whatever. All the pretty monsters. Yeah. But like you don't right. really end up. Like you don't really see a ton of like outside of that. Like that's pretty much the norm, right. which I totally understand. Right. That's what people right. want to read, so why wouldn't you write right. it? Um, so to see right. like Gargoyle was really interesting, which and it made me really excited because I was like, "Ooh, a different shifter! Let's find out." Like, right. it's not yeah. so far out there that I think it's weird. I mean, it's maybe a little weird, but like, it's not like I've seen one where someone talked about like it was a potato shifter, and I was like, "What? Okay, that's just weird." The fuck you doing with the potato shifter? <laughs> what does he do? Like, that's just weird. Yeah. So, but you, you know, know what, what I mean? mean? Like, you know, like. We want different shifters, but we don't want yeah. them so different and weird that yeah, it's so niche that how how is that going to exactly. work type thing. Exactly. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And I did really enjoy Ouch. the world building. Like I kind of mentioned it at the start, like this whole like is a different take on post-apocalyptic dystopian and that it's right kind of sort of, but not really. Like it's still a modern world, but it right. is after an apocalyptic like time period essentially 
Exactly. And things are still similar, but like, again, like a little bit different. Like, so I really enjoyed that take on it because so often, like I said, like it's like full on post-apocalyptic. There's no technology. There's no electricity. You're having to rough it. And like, right. as much as I do enjoy stuff like that, it gets old. Yes, it <laughs> really does. Really fast. Like Crystal so, Ash. Exactly. Crystal so it's Ash. like as much as I enjoy that series, yeah. like it just, it gets like really old, really fast. And so right. you want to see different takes. And so I appreciated right gibson's kind of take on that like we did have this happen but it didn't crumple the world like it usually does exactly and it, it's just changed the what it looks like and i yeah yeah i mean and it's really cool in this one because like you hadn't got there to that point yet when you meet jasper and lorenzo i have met them they yeah but later on when you actually find out that jasper's gay no i, I picked up on that right <laughs> yeah like i picked up on that like it was she was around it a little bit like well the reason why he was I'm so saying, growly is because yeah. he's gay and he's attracted but, to someone but what i'm saying though is is that in so this one came out in 2014 mm -hmm. it wasn't very prevalent oh yeah no like it was still very as much it is not a, now not a you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah and so like um jasper gets his own book hmm. you know with his happy ever after and then you actually see um like Raphael talks about how their family comes from Italy and there's the old world, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so there's actually gargoyles, shifter um, communities in Europe. I kind of picked right? up on that because yeah, like they talk a little bit, like Raphael, like in his narrative, kind of talks a little bit about like what it used to be and how Dante exactly. uses their old family name, which is exactly. very Italian, which led me yes. to think that they originated in Italy. Well, yeah, but so like in a later book, um, in another book, they actually have um, Norse, Norse mm -hmm. like gargoyles that are part of this stone society. Interesting. Right. But he goes back to his world and he's the king in his world. Right. So he's um, Raphael's equivalent, but it tells his ap happily ever after with a guy. Interesting. Do you see what I'm saying? So, I mean, to me. If I can like get through building, the first book, I might potentially really enjoy the rest of them. Yeah. So, like, I think when I first read these, I know we're only talking about Raphael, but it leads up into the other ones. I think when it came out in 2014 and then the other ones, you know, in 15, 16 and later on, I think by her doing it in this different way and saying, hey, you know what? To each their own, whatever you got to do, it was ahead of its time in a sense no, very much so i would agree with that do you know what i mean it was and in so mind actually, but ahead <laughs> yeah and so i actually enjoyed that about this book because he's like dude be you you do you bro whatever you gotta do and then when they find out um because most of the guys that are there they all thought they were going to be alone and then they find out oh wait a minute you know i get this nausea um, I'm almost going to pass out. I'm going to hurl. That's how they find out their mate. I figured then, whenever we had the one that does the research, I can't think of his name. Um, Nicholas. Yeah. Whenever Nicholas. like he gets like super sick around that woman, I was like, 100%. That's a mate. I know it. I know it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And so in this book, in this book, you find three mates. You find three. Yeah. Three mates happen in this book. Interesting. But you only see the one relationship. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, I mean. Does that make sense? It does. And so, yeah. So, and then, like, when they're, so when Dane is going through his thing, um, one of the nurses that's talking to Dr. Isabel, um, she's like, well, we don't know why it, how, what triggers what's happening with people. Um, but Tessa knows. Tessa yeah, knows why it's it happening. Out, yeah. Well, she figured it out because it happened to her before this book. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and you find out in the book that there's barely any actual full-blown female gargoyles, but they find out, oh, well, you know, a half female has teeth and claws and strength and hearing, but they don't have the wings or the impenetrable skin, bulletproof skin. Okay. Sorry, Olivia doing? is like next to me. 
something crawling on John's pillows. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, uh, what are you doing, little kitty cat? Why do you think I'm Raphael? My head hurts. So oh. I like him. Like he oh, kind of my hit, ears. He like hits us. <laughs> Sorry if I talk too loud. <laughs> no, you're no, it's not that it's oh, because so I have my eyeballs on. Oh, and you're like you're feeling everything. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, oh, like I'm moving. Now that you took your headphones off too, like you not your headphones, but like your eyeglasses, like you also you do look a little swollen because of I am swollen. Um oh, so it hurts. To answer your question. Um I really like Raphael, I think. I mean, I'm granted, like, I'm oh. not like super far into the book. So it's hard to fully form an opinion on him. But what I do see, like, mm-hmm. he seems to hit a lot of the stuff that we like. You know, he's alpha. He's over oh, the yeah. top a little bit. Like, he knows what he wants and all that stuff. And that's really attractive at a hero. So. Right. See, and I, I actually like liked him. him. Yeah, so. I actually liked him because of everything you just said. And then there's an instance in the book later on that his protective alpha wholeness comes out really much and you're just like oh i want that I mean, okay you know what like, i'm saying that's like, I'm, I'm here for it <laughs> he understood the assignment. you know it's like <laughs> i get it you know you don't need a map you know <laughs> we, we feel we you got man. it we feel you we got you <laughs> you know and so yeah so what didn't you like about him oh my god murphy said i was drama the other day because i was like my head hurts but go ahead <laughs> he can get over it until he I has know. to deal with it, he can get over it. Um, I know, right? His leeway's almost over. <laughs> like, I, I don't know that there's really anything with Raphael that I don't like, except maybe at the beginning, at least the part that I'm in so far, he's just so careful about everything. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, like, and I get why he is, like, with the back- background that I do have and everything, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I understand why. But it's still, like, a little bit on the frustrating side because it's just kind of like, dude, like, come on. Like, what? what? <laughs> like, all signs. About, like, like with, are you talking about, like, with her or in general? Like, in general. Like, with her especially. Okay. But, like, in general. Because it's just kind of like one of those where you're just like, dude, come on. Like, the writing is on the wall. We can all tell what's happening here. And you're just being so careful. And I, I get why, because he's he's not lived this long. Like, right. Just completely, like, he has patience, which is cool. But right. it's just right. it's a little frustrating and because you're just like, I'm just ready. Let's go. I want to see it. Right. <laughs> like, let's right. come together. <laughs> Whatever. Right. And see, and another thing that was pretty kind of cool, because, you know, since they are, they're not immortal, but they're immortal. Yeah, they're yeah, like they no, live a really long, long live. They live a yeah, really they're long, long time. live, but they're not immortal. They can be killed, right? But so, like, even though he's there in him, and they run Stone Inc. the mm-hmm. corporation, right? Um, he's the recl- He's the one who hides. He's, he's not the, the face of the company. Yeah, yeah, he's a recluse. He's the one, and no one ever knows what he looks like because he doesn't. They know anything. what. Yeah, because he doesn't do anything. And he actually tells you in the book why he does it. Yeah. So he can stay. He can stay because... and be in charge and do everything. And I have to worry about what everybody else does. And every 20 or 30 years have to relocate. Moving. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, and so that's actually kind of cool how they are able to relocate within the society. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how they can all pretty much stay the same, yeah. not stay the same person, but the same type of jobs or... Do the same things, you know. yeah. Yeah, it is kind of cool, you know. One thing, but I understand, I do get, I did get frustrated with him. I'm like, dude, just, just Shit or go get, get laid. <laughs> just do <laughs> something. On. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get why you're being that way, but damn, come on, dude, just... And then, like, when Nicholas goes to the library and he almost freaking passes out, you're just like, oh, come on. Exactly. Like, we we all know what's happening here. <laughs> like, right? Come on. You know, it's like, just dudes, come off of it. Right? Use your noggin. <laughs> I know, right? But then I feel bad for Nicholas's brother, Julian, right? The tech guy. Because of what's happening with that. And that's like prevalent throughout the books. I wondered, like, it seemed like that was being set up to kind of be a big thing. Like, you know, kind of a, 
who's betraying you almost type thing and like how is that going right. to eventually play out and everything I don't even know who I don't even know who the main person is interesting yeah I don't even know who it is because the last book I read was Brianna and she I don't even remember which book that was um but it still hadn't they still hadn't found out who the main villain is interesting so I know something right? to look forward to if I can if I can read or finish reading Raphael, then I think right. I can potentially push through the other books. So we'll have to see what happens. I think you can do it. I just think, you know, you're just going to have to go into it like you did with Dark Lover. You know what I mean? Yeah, where it's like, know that it's going to be like this and it's worth the reward in the end to finish. Well, yeah. I mean, plus it's a, like, like we're saying, it's a completely different take on the whole... Um, shifter thing that's yeah. kind of cool right Ooh. so the last book i read was book 13.5 oh no that's not true yeah 13.5 was the last book i read okay yeah and since then there's been 14 and 15 so yeah pretty crazy huh so many books i uh, know but dark lover like i'm looking jared ward yeah so Dark Lover has, I read that series too. I'll tell you when I started that, that was on my nook. That's how long ago that oh, one was. Wow. I don't know, right? I actually bought the companion in um, paper, mass paperback. So for Dark, uh, for the Black Dagger, holy shit. There's like 20 some books, if I'm not mistaken, like 27 or something. 21 like that. is yeah. coming out in 2023. It's it's insane. Like, I, as a writer, it's like goals, but I don't actually want to write a 20 book. <laughs> so much. It's so much. Oh my God. Book 21 comes out in 2023. That is insane. You know, that is insane. Okay, so we've talked about likes, dislikes, and how we feel about Raphael. So, like, let's rate What's him, next? I guess. Okay. So, what do you think? Um, I think he's pretty much, like, five and a half or a six. That's that's about where I'm hovering. Like, I might mm -hmm. amend that when I finish the book. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, I kind of feel like he's in, like, a six, six and a half range. Like, so mm -hmm. far to me, he hasn't really proven himself to be like that extra that we would need to put him over the top oh yeah right 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 yeah i mean even you know i did finish a book and it does have a cliffhanger of course um well i mean doesn't it <laughs> it's not like a cliffhanger like you have to read the next book to get your happy ending but a cliffhanger yeah. that the series I mean, arc is not complete Exactly. I mean, you do get your happy ending with these two, right? Because at the end, something happens and um, they make their commitment to each other and they're like, you know, blah, 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 blah. I also like that one aspect of him, he's all about family. You know, they have he's family very much dinners. Here. I do like that. They have family dinners every Sunday. So in all the, the books we've read, not all of them have it do that. Exactly. You know? And I mean, I'm not a huge family person because, but. you know, family suck. <laughs> Except dogs and cats. <laughs> um, and monkeys. Well, no, monkeys suck too. What am I saying? Monkeys suck. Um, did I send you that new picture of Jax on Barbara's head? You did, yeah. When she when he was grooming her? Uh -huh. Okay. Oh, but um, I know, right? Your morning is just starting, and I'm just like, huh. <laughs> like it's it's almost eleven here, which means it's what six there. Yeah, is it? <laughs> I think so. No, almost five. Okay, remember, was, oh, because yeah. we haven't done. Um, you haven't our, you haven't changed yet. Yeah, ours is this week. Yeah, ours happens on Sunday. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah. So we haven't done delight savings yet. So it starts on Sunday. I know. Um. So to me, that was pretty cool. That they do have like a that's a very big part of the entire story because it's it's showing the community, right. which again is really cool. Which I also think is very indicative of most shifter romances. That is something that you usually see is right. 
you know, that family or that sense of community. And I love seeing that because especially when you have like those rejected faded mates, ones that I love to read because I like to have my heart ripped out at the beginning. Um, like it shows the heroine usually that, you know, right. You're gaining a new community and a new family. And that's just, it's really awesome. Like, I just really like yeah. it. Well, I will tell you. So like whether you finish the series or not, you know, Jonathan, the brother. Mm-hmm. So something happens to him and I bald. Oh no. I know. <laughs> that's never like sometimes I need those like hard cries, but right. Well, it doesn't happen obviously in this book. It happens yeah. in later books, but I mean I was just like <gasps> no! You know? I mean like when Hedwig died yeah. in Harry Potter. I mean Jesus That's hard, yeah. I mean, seriously, I handled Mad Eye Moody. I mean that one was but Hedwig I got that one. was I got that one. But I'm just like, Hedwig, do you have to do Hedwig? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you'd already killed um Sirius. You'd already killed freaking Dumbledore. You'd already killed freaking Killed all the um, ones and everybody. You know? I mean, I was even okay with Tonks and freaking Lupin dying. Yeah. I mean, I was okay with them. When the twins, that was awful. But Hedwig? Seriously? Oops, I'm pretty sure we didn't spoil that for anybody, right? I think everyone's seen Harry Potter. At this point, everybody knows what happens, but if it did, you haven't, I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. It's whatever. I know, right? (laughs) So, at the end of the day, do we recommend this book? Um... I would actually recommend it, even with the um, crazy aspects from certain things, like from your point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, I would actually recommend it because it does take a different take on a shifter paranormal than the typical. Yeah. You know, if you want to step out of the humdrum, same thing all the time, it's kind of like um, the milk farm. Yeah. You know, do something different. Yeah. Right? I mean, why not? Do something different. Go for broke. Go big or go home like you live in Texas. So I... Well, you know what I'm saying? I mean... No, I I 100% get what you're saying. And I even think it's something for um, brand new romance readers into Shifter. I think it'd be for the brand new Shifter person, even. Because it doesn't... It's not... It's not like... J.R. Ward's black yeah. brother, which is like, oh, or yeah. even like, um, okay, I'll even go one further, Anne Rice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like one of her yeah. books to where you're just like, you have to literally not do anything else except read the book to make sure you have everyone in line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so I would recommend this to people, um, whether you're an old shifter person or a new shifter reader. You know, or just as an easy read, even. Yeah. What about you? I am withholding my opinion. (laughs) I want to see if I... If you can finish it. Yeah, I want to see if I'm able to get through. Like, I feel like even if I'm not able to get through, I'm going to probably end up agreeing with you. And that Mm -hmm. if it's someone that's not kind of like me and, like, fairly set in what I like in a book, that it would be a pretty good one to read. But I'd like to see if I can finish it first and see if that helps develop my opinion a little bit more. So... you know... You know it's going to happen though, right? You know I'm going to remind you of this when we do the next one. Yeah. I'm going to be like, okay, By update, way, what what's, happened? What's going on? Yeah, so tentatively, what happened? I am saying for sure recommend, but we're going to see what happens. Like I said, my plan after I get all my shit done today is hopefully to, uh... <laughs> sorry, the cat just got up and she's trying to nest in the sheets. Um, oh, she's good. Is tentatively to, um finish it today if possible but this weekend for sure mm-hmm. so we'll see what oh, happens cool. well no seriously we're ha- you're gonna have to do an update um next, when we next start episode, the next yeah. one yeah i so will that way you can let everybody yeah we need to put a note note in the note so that way you can <laughs> say like i finished i'm it. not kidding i, it, I finished huh? it it was terrible or it was great or, well i mean yeah. well no i think it'd be cool since it's something that you're actually going to try and finish because like with um pride you didn't even i haven't i haven't revisited it yet i would like to do you know what i'm saying the right whatever for like you know right frame of mind i know 
I cannot wait to see what happens with our next historical <laughs> to see what happens with we it. We shall see. I know, right? But yeah, okay, readers, so, let us know what your thoughts and views and yes. you know, typical shit. <laughs> and as a reminder, we are actually reading Settling the Score by R.S. Gray next time. So we said that we were going to sure. for this one. Obviously, for sure. we got our for sure. wires crossed a little bit. We both right. thought we were reading Raphael and not settling the score. Um, so, well, I honestly thought we had already done it. So here we are. Um, so just know that we're a little bit out of order. We're sorry. Life happens. Life happens. Shit happens. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Jinx. But anyway, that's it. That's our spiel. Um, thank you for joining. We really appreciate it. Everybody that listens um, and actually makes it to the end. We really appreciate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and we hope you enjoy the episode. And if you have any questions, comments, anything like that, you're free to reach out to us at our email address, which is bookboozefriends at gmail.com, spelled the same way that the podcast title is spelled. Um, and if you have any suggestions, we also have um, a form up on our website where you can suggest authors. That we could potentially interview like we did Lauren Helms for our last episode. Right. And also books right. that we could potentially read that you think might might kind of spark our fancy. We would love to get some suggestions. Um, oh, wait. Time out. Time. Okay. That was actually really cool what we did last time. Just had to say that. No, I really enjoyed it as well. And that was like our longest okay. episode to date. Two hours. <laughs> I know, right? So much time. Um, Squirrel. So. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Just hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. And anyway, thank you again for joining. That's it. We'll catch you next time. Laters.